I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's in towards Reyes. It's cleared. It's seven. It's one that Alexander Clegg will remember. Jensen. Oh, that's what they've been waiting for. Welcome to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast with me, Dan Roebuck. On today's show, we're focusing on some players and moments that have taken on cult hero status. Alex Slev tells us about the happiest period of his career. Adrian Clark remembers his debut and witnessing a truly iconic goal. But let's kick off with Anders Limpar recounting the greatest practical joke of all time. It is really unbelievable, but all the pranks are unbelievable. When it happens, you go, ah, this can't be true. And you, you don't rely on yourself, and it happens. The thing was, this all started a day before that I was open a restaurant, and we were on the way to Gothenburg to try another couple of bottles of wines, you know, to take into the, to the restaurant. And on the way back, we were flying back uh, in a small plane. And uh, <laughs> it's so, it's so, so unbelievable. So this science, science man or science, he was uh, coming along the trip as well. So we were five people on the plane, me and my friend, the scientists, and uh, two other people. And <laughs> during that flight, he, uh, he was actually putting up his laptop and showed all bits and pieces. And the day before, when I was flying down to Gothenburg, I was reading the paper, Swedish newspaper. On one side, it was telling me that now you can travel in time. This science have uh, managed to travel back in time one minute. So time travel can happen in the future. And I was reading this line, put, put the newspaper on, didn't think of it. So now we're going to go on this plane, uh, the small plane back to Stockholm. And he was sitting there, and I told my friend, that's the science, man, I read about in the paper. Everything is put in there, you know. And he goes, yeah, yeah, you're right, I read that as well, you know, in the, in the paper. So, um, and then uh, he started to show it everything, and everything. And I go, can't you show anything? <laughs> like, like a kid, can't you show me anything? So what time do you want to go back to? <laughs> so, so, so silly. Yeah, why, why not go back to the uh, one or nil or whatever? No, okay, but let, let's go back two years back in time. That, that's enough. Yeah, so. And then suddenly he just pressed his button on, on this laptop. The whole thing, the plane took a dive, landed vertical, 50 meters. Everything was flying, coffee, water, 
food, everything in the plane. And we were like, we didn't, we weren't belt up. We were flying in there. And the plane was leveling up. And I shouted, I did it, I did it. What did you do? Like, yeah, we're, we're back two years in time. And I thought, can this be right? Ran towards the pilot and said, yeah, you have to sit down because uh, we would disappear two years from the radar. <laughs> and then suddenly two jet planes came up, like uh, on each side, uh, telling us that, where have you been? You have been uh, disappeared for two years. And I thought, is this true? Or can it be true? Or I was like doubtful, and then suddenly they, they were convincing me this is true and everything. It was just such a weird feeling when you talk about it. And years after that, years after that, I was like a big joke in Sweden because how can you believe in that? Or I mean, how naive can you be? But when you are in a position like that, it was so real and frightening. I can tell you, it was the best prank ever. It cost us two million, it's like 200 grand. A normal prank cost 10 grand with all the jets and the, and the preparations. And I met the king in the hangar and he go, come up to me, the king, Swedish king. <laughs> and I go, and he goes, Anders, we've been so worried. You've been away for two years. And I went like, have you been buried and stuff like that? <laughs> it was the best, best prank ever. And is it true that you finished the flight mm. Your wife, or had a puppy, but then it was a yeah. Dog actually, it's my friend's wife uh, was on the trip to Gothenburg because uh, we were going to buy the wine, and uh, she was going to buy a, a dog. So she bought this puppy, but she took another plane home, a proper plane, and we were going to take this a small plane. So when we arrived, land, I told my friend. Look at the dog. The dog was like that big, you know, from the puppy, like in two years' time. And I thought, yeah, it must be true then, because she looked older. She had makeups and everything, and she was pregnant. And I tell my friend, hey, Dan, look, look, the puppy is older, and she's pregnant, and she looks older. It must be true. Like, it was all made up. And it was such a, the best prank ever. So uh, I was really, really fooled then. I'm glad I, I was part of the prank. It's a great story. Yeah. Um, did, did the king tell you that Norway had won the... Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, have you heard, Anders, uh, Norway won the World Cup? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it's in the papers. I went out to the paper, read the papers, like, Norway beating Germany in the final. <laughs> All prepared. They thought of everything. Everything. And, and when I was doubtful, something happened. And I told my friend, can this be a prank or whatever? Bang, something happened in the plane or whatever. And after that, I've heard that they had a doctor on board, a physician or whatever uh, they call. Uh, so if I uh, was uh, freaking out, the doctor would have taken care of me. So it was the best, best prank ever. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Let's hear from another Arsenal insider on the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Well, I'm pleased to say that Adrian Clark joins me now to talk about a cult moment which he had a front row seat for at Highbury. We are talking, of course, about John Jensen's goal. Here's Winterburn. Arsenal striving hard for an equaliser. Jensen! Oh, that's what they've been waiting for! And that's what he's been waiting for! At long, long, long last, the goal in Arsenal's colours for the Dane, John Jensen. Well, it was a special day, of course, for you, Adrian, because it was your debut. Now, you weren't 
on the pitch for the goal. You came on, what, 10 minutes or so after it was scored? Yeah, that's correct, yeah, but I know exactly where I was when... John Jensen scored, or JJ as we used to call him affectionately. Uh, I was warming up. I was I was trotting up and down to the right of the dugouts towards the north bank, so jogging up and down there. And I think I was around level with the 18-yard box. And I, I'm keeping my eye across playing as he just looks up to bend it with that right foot of his. I think everybody's saying, no, don't do it. Don't do it, JJ. But uh, he smacked it into the top corner. An absolute beauty of a goal. And... Well, just thinking about that moment now, it just, just takes me right back there. The roof was lifted off of Highbury. Uh, the noise was incredible. And I just remember his celebration as well. He just looked so shocked. So, <laughs> as if he didn't know how to do, how to celebrate a goal. Well, he hadn't had much practice, let's be honest. But uh, it, was, it was one of the special moments, I think, during the latter years of, of Highbury because he was a bit of a cult hero, because it became such a laughing stock that he hadn't scored a goal uh, and that he had effectively been signed off the back of scoring for Denmark at the European Championships just before his arrival. So, yeah, it was an unbelievable moment and I was, I was privileged to be there. Tell, tell us a little bit about JJ the player because I'm presuming he might have scored the odd one in training. I mean, why did he go so long without a goal? I mean, I know he wasn't in the team to score goals. He wasn't a striker. He was a defensive midfielder, wasn't he? But yeah. by and large, he was, you know, good engine on him. But... It did start to get to ridiculous amounts of games, didn't it? But what was he like in training? Did he did he have shots? Did he score ever? Yeah, not many. No, <laughs> not many. Yeah, it was. Uh, we just used to rib him completely uh, all the all the time. His his shots were were fairly loose. It just wasn't his game. He was a tackler. He was he was the sort of player that every team needs. Just someone to sit there, do the dirty work, win the ball, give it to someone who's a bit more talented than you going forward. And he was absolutely OK with that. There are some players that maybe think that, that they're better than what they are and that, oh, I don't want to be restricted to this. But he, he knew his limitations. And he was very, very good in terms of his engine. He was really snappy in the tackle, very, very aggressive. And he was, he was good of his distribution. He wasn't noted for his long passing, but he would give you, give you the ball nice and quickly. He was a really valued member of the squad, actually, even though he didn't score very many goals. It wasn't as if we didn't rate him. We knew that he was invaluable. And uh, he was a very popular member of the, of the team as well, a really good lad. Ultimately, it was a consolation goal because Queen's Park Rangers went on to win 3-1. I guess it was slightly different for you because it was your debut. You know, if you look back, you'll try to recall the memories in the changing room, the dressing room after the game. Yeah. I mean, were, were people sort of coming up to, you know, forget about the result, just talking about JJ's no, goal? Uh, or was it because we were beaten? It's, it was a little bit different because it was your debut. It was, it was a, a low mood. No, it was a low mood because we just lost a home to Queen's Park Rangers yeah. and, yeah, it all went pear-shaped when I came on. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, they did finish the game strongly and, uh, yeah, it was just one of those things that they, they hit us with a couple of sucker punches towards, towards the end of the game. And, yeah, words were had, but um, I do remember that it was New Year's Eve. So after the disappointment, the frustration of the defeat, I think players' minds were then thinking, OK, well, what are we going to do tonight then? So, yeah, so it's one still of those, New Year's you, Eve. You couldn't dwell on it. But look, for me, for me as a young player that had just made my debut, there was, there was great disappointment at the result, elation that I'd made my first team debut. And, and I did have plans to go out that night. I wasn't really drinking because we had a game a couple of days later. How old were you? I was 19, 20, oh, right. I think, at this time. So, uh, <laughs> but I went out to my local pub and I did feel 10 feet tall because I just, I just played for Arsenal. My, day, my dream had been fulfilled. So it was a really special day for JJ and for me as well. Have you got one of the I was there when John Jensen uh, scored T-shirts? Uh, yes. Well, my parents have. They, um, 
Yeah, I bought. I just thought it would be funny to buy one because. I guess I just looked ahead, looked into the future, thought, I wonder that might be worth something. So I saw them on the market stalls. Yeah. I thought, I'll have one of those and I'll get John to sign it. So he did sign it for ah, us so kindly. You've got a, a signed Yeah, one. I've got a signed copy. So um, it is, I think, in my parents' loft at the moment. I don't suppose it's particularly valuable, but it, it is a, a moment of Arsenal history that's very collectible, I guess. What about the modern player? Any of the players in JJ's boots, do you think, that have played for Arsenal over the last few years? Who can we think of that maybe only scored one or not scored at all? Yeah, uh, Coquelin. I think he's the, he's the most obvious comparison. He's a very similar type of player. For anyone that isn't old enough to have seen John Jensen play, he was a similar player. He'd shuttle from side to side, win the ball, give it nice and simply, lots of energy, loads of character, but rubbish at shooting. And, uh, and I guess Francis Coquelin went through that same thing. And he had exactly the same shouts from the crowd as well, because towards the end, because what, yeah. what we what we haven't discussed is that John Jensen um, had to contend with every time he got the ball thirty yards out, it'd everyone wanted to shoot. shoot, shoot, and it was it would sometimes egg him on to do it, and I think we saw that a little bit of Francis as well towards towards the end of his Arsenal career. So look, it's just par for the course, and it's a bit of fun for the supporters, but for. For John Jensen, I think... Did he get into, into his mind a bit, do you think? I just don't think he cared. I re- he was a very laid-back character. He was, he was Scandinavian. He was a bit, of a bit of a joker. Terrible dress sense. Awful. Uh, white socks with slip-on shoes. He was that kind of get-up. Terrible clobber, but just very likeable. And uh, he knew his job in the team, and everybody respected him within the group as well, John Jensen, because... You need players like him. Not everybody can be there to score goals. You need the, well, I don't know, I don't want to call it a hod carry, but you need that person to do the dirty work, and he did it brilliantly. Adrian, thanks for popping on the pub to reminisce about JJ. You indeed were there when he did score. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Alex Clare became a cult hero figure in three seasons with us. He spoke with Rob Kelly about his time at Highbury and the Emirates. Alex, we want to talk to you about your career at Arsenal. What emotions come to mind when you think about your time at Arsenal? Yeah, this fantastic time. I never forget in my career, this is best time. I enjoy everything. So uh, this is three years, you know, this is in 
coach Arsene Wenger. I think for me this is best coach. Okay, uh, what we uh, enjoy with him and spend this time and play together, I never forget. And of course, uh, this is team spirit and friendship uh, between you know young players and uh, when we're coming for the team, for the coach and for the fans, of course. And we show fantastic games also. But uh, we didn't win Premier League, but uh, we are very close to this. In my career, this is the best time. Was it the best time in terms of also the, the best football that you played, do you think? Yeah, of course. Uh, this is time where I enjoy football. I feel uh, support from coach and uh, in the pitch we understand very good. We are like, you know, we're coming like to enjoy, you know, not to play, fight. We're coming to enjoy and to win. But this is like when you heard music and you love and same way I feel like when we come to the pitch in the time. This is fantastic. I want to ask you about 2007-08. It was the closest we've come to winning the title for a yes. long time. Was that the chance that to win the title that got away? Yes, uh, this is last season for me in Arsenal. This is, we have best chance to win titles, but yeah, happened. This is problem with Eduardo when he broke leg, and you know, and our morale go a little bit down because we see this everything, and something happened, something broken in our mind. We uh, five games, I think, uh, play not good, we lose so many points, and after yeah. Cannot go again up, but this has happened. This is football, and uh, yeah, we didn't win. But yeah, this is life. How much do you regret leaving Arsenal? Because I saw some quotes saying you you find it difficult to explain. Yeah, oh, I don't understand why this is something. My agent pushed me and to say, yeah, Barca, this is best, and you have chance to win. Titles with Barcelona, win champions and everything. But I'm so happy in Arsenal, and really I don't know what happened. And yeah, I changing. But uh, fantastic time like in Arsenal, I never enjoy in another club. What were your conversations like with Arsene Wenger? I read that he rang you and you were fishing. And yeah, man, this is I'm cry really, you know. I was my friend and uh, we were fishing and when Arsene Wenger sent me a message, Alex, you need to stay, team need you and you know I'm like uh, so much feeling, so emotion and really uh, I cry, yeah. I don't know what to do at this moment. But when you think about Arsenal now, what emotions do you think about? Fantastic emotion because this is an unbelievable time for me, you know, and uh, of course I'm thinking about this team, what we have, you know, work everything so hundred percently, you know, this uh, feeling, team spirit, uh, you know, uh, support from coach, everybody feeling this and uh, this is fantastic time and support from fans, unbelievable stadium, Premier League, you know, for me this is best league in the world, you know, emotional, yeah. He's done it this time! What an extraordinary way. 
to win the title. When an irresistible force meets an old immovable object, something's got to give. Roebuck versus. Yes, this week it's me, Dan Roebuck, versus Dan Carter, Arsenal and England striker. Liam, you're in the hot seat once again with a quiz that we're going to struggle with, I think, this week by the sounds of things, because I'm going to have to dial it all the way back to my O-level maths. <laughs> Dan won't know what O-levels are, but anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> How's your maths? Yeah, good maths. Yeah, you chose level. this one. You chose, you chose this yeah. one, Dan. <laughs> if you don't win. I know, I know. I OK, know. so I'm going to give you a number of questions, and each question has a numerical answer. You've both got your... Uh, Calculators out, which is good. I'm just about to give Dan Roebuck my one now. Thank, Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, so yeah, four questions, all got a numerical answer. I'm going to ask you to do a mathematical, almost like an equation to get to a final, okay. final number. So you're looking for a number at the end? Exactly. Okay, it, yeah. okay, okay. I'm going to ask for the workings at the end as well. Yeah. So your first question, because we're talking about cult heroes, it's cult heroes maths. Okay. Cult hero number one, Anders yeah. Limpar. We heard from him earlier in the podcast. Yes, we did. His squad number. Did they have squad numbers? They did indeed. Did they have squad numbers? Yeah, so you got so squad number for squad Anders Limpar. So if you punch that into the calculator, okay, I think I know what it was. This is my sort of era. Dan probably. I did. have no clue. Do you know who Anders Limpar no. is? That's an absolute <laughs> shocker. But understandable, given given the age. Do you want to give you a It's between 1 and 23. Oh, thanks for that, Liam. That, that, that's, a, that's a massive yeah. help. And, thanks, it, and yeah. it won't be number 1 or 13, because they're goalkeepers. OK, so, thank you. I've got a number. OK. OK, you both got numbers? I've got a number. OK. OK, I want you to plus... Yeah. ..number of goals... Yeah. ..Alex Sleb scored for us. We heard from him in the podcast as well. What, in the, what Premier League or every, everything? Everything. Alex Sleb. Do you remember Alex Lane? I don't remember him. Ah, good. Yeah. Uh, don't silky player, a creator rather than a goal scorer. No he yeah. didn't, time, he yeah. didn't score a lot of goals. So, plus that number. Okay, I've got it. Okay, I'm in. Okay, they've got. See, when we practiced this ish, Dan was very, very confident because, I was. Um, you know, to, I, I, actually, the answers were flying. Question. You were absolutely fine. These okay. questions are nothing. You know, com- competitive games are different. I want you to multiply. Yeah. Thomas Rosicki's squad number for us. Thomas Rosicki's squad recent. number. It's recent. Did he ha- didn't he have recent. two? No. He only had one. He only had one. He was always that number. He was always that number, was he? It's an iconic it? number. Okay, if it's an iconic number, it's got to be 1 to 11, hasn't it? If it's iconic. I think. Okay. Between two numbers. Okay. I've got mine. So you've multiplied that number. You've got yeah. eight answer at the moment. Yeah. Mine's a big, mine's a big number at the moment. Got it. Okay, and your final question, I yeah. want to subtract this answer. Yeah. Number of cup finals that John Jensen played in. What? I don't know who that is. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Number of cup finals. What, like like League Cup, FA Cup, yeah, everything. Cup what, in his career or just for Arsenal? Just for Arsenal. For us. Um, I don't actually know who that is. Ah, that's good. John Jensen scored. You'd have to listen. <laughs> You'd have to listen to the podcast now. Um, I, th- I don't think How it was. Many I, finals he's played. I don't think it was a lot. We're talking about uh, yeah. a '90s player here. Yeah. I don't think it was a lot. I don't think it was a lot. Okay, I've got a number. Regretting choosing this quiz now, aren't you? Okay, so Dan Roebuck, your number. My number is 141. Okay, that counts. 250. 250. And what's the answer? The answer is 174. Hang on, so who's closer?
closest? Your closest by 30. Yes, 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 yes. Winner. It's, it's a tainted win because you're. Because I'm miles away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, squad number of Anders Limpar. I think I went, eight. I went for eight. It's 15. Ah, oh, that's where it gone wrong. Alex led goals. I said. I think I went 10 in the oh, end. I think I said 15. I think I went 10. I it was 10. Yes! I said 15. Thomas Rosicki's number? Eight. I said 10. Seven. That's <laughs> <laughs> cup finals, John uh, Jesus and played. I went three. It was one. Oh, suspended dear. in the Cupman's Cup final, didn't play in the uh, Coca-Cola Cup final, played in the FA Cup final. Um, it's a tainted win, but it is a win. It's a win. I'll oh, take a win, a win, win or don't I? Yeah, exactly. Um, Sorry, Dan. That, that was very difficult. Yeah, yeah. better luck next time. The question did not reflect no, I didn't, no. the questions that, that Look, they we'll, lost. we'll have you back on later in the season. You yeah, can, you can try and gain my, your revenge. Yes. You, need, you, need, you need to do a little work on your I 90s do. Arsenal. Next it'll be cult hero science or uh, biology or so, just some other subject. Something uh, <laughs> equally as difficult. Thanks, Liam. Thanks for playing, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's full time on today's pod. Thanks to all of our contributors. You can help us out by subscribing to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you never miss an episode. And while you're there, why not leave us a review? We'll be back next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.